Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And if you're enjoying this content, please take a couple of minutes and leave us a rating and a review. It'll really help the show. And thank you so much for your support of the podcast. Today, we continue our 2024 prep mini-series with the topic, Overestimating Willpower and Fear of Change. Yesterday, we talked about the lack of consistency and prioritization. We shared some tremendous nuggets there, and I'm hopeful that you have already listened to those as this three-day series will build on the foundation of a lack of consistency and prioritization, again, which we covered yesterday. Today, we're going to unpack overestimating willpower. Then we're going to talk about the fear of change. In yesterday's show, we also took the time to share with you a very important statistic about New Year's resolutions and the likelihood of them taking place or being fulfilled or not. And what we shared is that 90% of New Year's resolutions fail. That's typically within the first three to four weeks. That was a tremendous springboard that we used to begin talking about lack of consistency and prioritization. Pivoting now into overestimating willpower, this is a specific concept that really leads us as individuals to believe that we have this endless reservoir of self-discipline, self-control, and capability to just lay down, this is how it's going to be, and it just takes place. What I want to tell you right out of the gates is you have a finite amount of willpower. It needs to be deployed in such a way that you're making good use of it so that at the end of the day, you're able to achieve the outcome that you desire. When we overestimate our willpower, first off, it's a common pitfall for us to do that. But when we overestimate, this is another one of the primary six contributing factors as to why our New Year's resolutions don't come to pass. What's the big idea? The big idea is overestimating occurs when we rely solely on sheer determination to sustain significant behavioral change. What we've come to understand is this element alone, especially if overestimated, will not yield the results that we need it to. It needs to be done differently. We just sort of can't assume that once we make this resolution, our willpower is somehow, some way going to match the desired outcome and grant us this unwavering force to propel us forward for the achievement of that goal. It simply doesn't work like that. In reality, a willpower is, again, finite and it is susceptible to depletion very quickly. Why? Because it takes an awful lot of your emotional energy. That is not the same or is not in the same quantity as 
the physical strength you have in your body. You can do far more physical things and you can do far less mental things, generally speaking. It's simply not wise when we step back and take a look at this to depend solely on a limited resource. That's setting us up for failure. Let me tell you what typically happens. We set the goal. We declare that we are going to do this thing. We know that initially there is some degree of force that needs to be applied to this for the get started energy. Then willpower is at its highest peak. We enter into the actual event. Our motivation starts to taper off. Life's stressors start to interact with us in this new pursuit. Willpower then starts to weaken. And as this is taking place, we're unable to maintain the desired level of consistency. And guess what has just occurred in this model? We have overestimated willpower and we have depleted it in such a manner that it, now it can no longer be a contributing factor to our success. But what can we do about this? Just as we said at the tail end of yesterday's talk, the very first thing that you're going to find that's going to be applicable to all three parts of this mini-series as we are looking out or into 2024 to prep for success is that mindfulness is going to be important. Because in this case, if we are to have a change, a subtle change to get us into the groove, it's going to require some behavioral changes. And by doing so, we have to be aware of what we're thinking about and why we're reacting. That's the behavioral component, the way we are. And if our ability to really look introspectively is not developed, then the subtle cues that come to us that something is getting ready to take place that we don't want to take place, we'll miss it. To heighten our awareness, we have to practice mindfulness. To practice mindfulness is to be in a place where you can catch the little window that exists between stimulus and response, or in this case, where you're able to see a state change attempting to take place in your life with respect to willpower, and you literally see it starting to drain out at a clip that is way too fast to sustain you. It's by understanding that or having this heightened awareness that you're able to start to make some deductions about what's really going on inside of you and what's going on in your environment what are you thinking about? And why are you feeling the way you're feeling? What are the other variables that might have entered in unannounced, unwanted? You can begin to back into each of those, solve for them, so you can get your willpower back up to par and achieve what it is you set out to do early 2024. You got to be mentally aware. Now, you transition from there to implementing with intention. When we implement with intention, what we're saying is we're going to create a specific plan and we're going to implement that through the details. How, when, where, and we're going to take all of these components together 
to create a sustainable model, a sustainable program that's going to be very intentional, that's going to keep us on the beaten path. This technique involves pre-deciding the exact actions that are needed to achieve your goal. And if you want to take it a step further, think about what things could come up that are likely to come up in your life that would stand in the way of you making this goal a reality. When you outline the steps in advance and you think about the things that could befall you, if something does, you're already in the right mindset to make the shifts necessary to tackle the issue and get back after the main thing. Being intentional is keeping the main thing the main thing. And by outlining the steps in advance, you'll find yourself less reliant on spontaneous willpower alone. And this is going to be a tremendous help for you as you look to overcome overestimating your willpower. Then I want you to think also about habit formation, because when you're focusing on building habits, then you're not solely relying on willpower for the change that's necessary for you to achieve this goal. Habits, once established, become automatic and require less and less mental effort as you move through them. Consistency comes back into the equation. This is a topic we covered yesterday as another input for this phase to execute willpower in a way that grants you the result that you're after. Over time, these habits become ingrained. And once they become ingrained, we say that they're in the subconscious mind. Once that degree of integration takes place, as we've previously noted, we don't have to think about it. It's simply what we do. And the upside here is once it becomes a part of us, we don't even need any willpower at that point because we have exactly what we desire. We have created the habit now that allows us to utilize that willpower for something else. I'm going to ask you a very important question right now. I just want you to think about this for a minute. I want to get you all nice and limber and in a different mindset for just a wee bit. Here comes the question. I'm about to ask you a very important question. Here's the question. The question is, do you fear change? Because change coupled with fear creates a formidable barrier that's going to hinder anything you desire to do in your life to include this New Year's resolution. Change inherently is going to bring uncertainty. It's going to move you outside of an area of comfort. It's designed to. You can't have something different without this process. You're disrupting the established routine. And anytime that routine gets challenged, the mind is automatically going to go into that maladaptive mode, trying to protect you, trying to prevent all of the different variables that now it's going to have to take in, learn, and then add to the subconscious mind as a repetitive habit. Well, 
The brain wants to conserve energy, plus it needs to protect you. So why does fear come up immediately when we get a little bit outside of our comfort zone? It's a protective mechanism. It just doesn't work very well for us right now because some of the scenarios that shaped it were from our ancestry that we don't deal with today. But the sort of kicker to this whole fear narrative is that you can be seated at your desk without anything literally able to harm you. And by thought alone, that's fear-based, you can send yourself into an absolute tizzy. I ask you the question, do you fear change? Because if you do, we need to reconcile that between now and January 1 so that right out of the gates, you don't find yourself being halted because you're going to create some discomfort for your mind. Knowing that the mind is going to try to protect you and create this fear barrier, you have what is necessary ahead of the event to nip it at the root so it doesn't become a bud. We tend to stick to familiar patterns if those patterns don't align with the new resolution, you can expect a flare-up. You can expect some fear-based stuff to enter into your mind, almost like a flood. They feel the need to really garner your attention. Fear not only will garner your attention, but it will get so loud in your mind that it will shut off your ability to do anything with respect to this goal or this New Year's resolution because it wants to maintain the status quo. And what you're saying is, no, I want to break free of the status quo. That's why I've got this resolution. What can we do? That's the key point. What can we do? We want to take gradual and incremental steps. When we take gradual, incremental steps, we're easing into it. And this is why I shared yesterday, when we're looking at a resolution, we should start to practice what it's going to feel like doing that in December, to lay down the neurological pathways in the mind and start to write things in the subconscious for it to look at with respect to what we want to do, that when you in earnest start doing it in January, your subconscious mind has already seen it for 30 days. If you're really astute about it, three times 30 days, morning, noon, and evening, it's already got 90 impressions of you doing this. So when you actually start doing it, there's far less noise in your head. Why? Because you took this gradual, incremental approach to keep things manageable. You're sort of sneaking up on the subconscious, is what my coach used to tell me. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to remember that you don't have to sustain a fixed mindset. We want to cultivate a growth mindset. This says, I may not know everything that I need to know to achieve this resolution, this goal, but I'm not stuck there. I have resources that I can pull from credible sources that will help me understand with as little as five to 10 hours of intense research 
and note-taking exactly what I need to know for this first phase. Let's not overdo it. Let's keep it gradual and incremental, even with the growth mindset. Let's find out what's needed for this first set of milestones. And let's focus exclusively on those, not clouding the mind with too much detail. Let's execute on the basics. And as we get to areas that we're uncertain of, we do the rinse and repeat. We go to those credible sources, find out how to do that. Execute if we don't do it right, no worries. We chart what went right. We chart what didn't go right. We build a plan for that which didn't go right. We execute it and keep executing this process until it's no longer an issue. This is the growth mindset. We are not stuck with cards we've been dealt. The cards can be switched and we're in control of when they get switched. And the last thing is, I maybe hinted at this just a moment, but visualization, seeing yourself executing this resolution, seeing yourself in the environments that you need to be in with as much detail and clarity as you can muster. This is difficult in the beginning, but as you set out to do it, if you take the gradual, incremental approach, what you'll find is each day you'll see a little more. And each time you close your eyes and settle down and visualize yourself in that story, in that element, in that environment, doing what you want to do for this resolution, you'll see yourself a little more clearly. Think about all of your senses. Bring all of your senses into this because here's what we know about visualization, family. For the people who will do this and will stick to it, even when the going gets tough, they tend to manifest precisely what they see. It's a phenomena of sort, but it's absolutely proven with physics. Don't discount visualization. This can be an incredible tool for not only laying down those neurological pathways, but really expanding them in the mind through the feeling that you get of being in those environments and the clarity with which you see yourself functioning optimally in those environments. Two things we covered today. We talked about overestimating willpower. We gave you some key points that you can utilize. Again, for both of these to be at their absolute pentacle, mindfulness and having the ability to shift mindsets readily through heightened awareness is going to be your best friend. It's going to help you overcome many of the things that we've talked through regarding overestimating willpower and also the fear of change. Anytime you want to do something that is outside of the norm, you can expect the mind to do this maladaptive behavior. Knowing that, now you can do the necessary steps that we've talked about here to rid yourself or at least minimize the issues that may come as a result of you wanting to do something different for yourself. Okay? I want to thank you for tuning in, and that concludes this episode. I appreciate your time and your attention. You can interact with me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y O R Thought Life, no spaces, however you desire. I want to remind you of something. You are enough. You can do it. 
and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.